Welcome back, everyone. I'm Sarah Peck, and this is the Startup Pregnant Podcast. Hello, everyone. So last week, we had an open house QA on Facebook Live. And I don't do Facebook Live too often, so this was still a little bit new to me. And I invited one of our coaches this year, Michelle Florendo, to join me. So we both jumped into a Facebook Live, and we went through and took the time to answer a lot of questions that I've been getting about the Wise Women's Council from people who have been applying and are curious about the program and want to know a little bit more. I think many of you know this, but if you don't, I read through every single application that I get, and then I get on the phone with people who, basically anyone who's put together a really thoughtful and considerate application and is curious about the program, I get on the phone with almost everyone. And many of you know this because you've applied and I've been on the phone with you over the last three weeks. It's one of the reasons why we have such a lengthy enrollment period. We start January 1st. This year, we're going through February 20th. And it's mostly because I don't have anyone else who's doing this for me. I don't. I haven't systematized the process of onboarding people. So I do all of these interviews. And it is so valuable to me. And I'm, I'm really thankful for everyone that applies. And I get to interview you because I get to know so much about who you all are and where you're coming from what your lives look like right now, the challenges you're facing, what your businesses look like. They are 20 to 30 minute conversations, but I really do get to meet so many people and I wouldn't trade it for the world because it's so important, I think, as a business owner and a community builder to talk regularly to people. We can get, I can get, you know, ideas in my head about, oh, what should this be and what should that be and plans and get too lost inside of them and not remember to continue to talk to the people that I'm hoping to serve. So the thing that comes up, the thing that happens while we go through this process is I end up having a lot of similar conversations. And I end up answering a lot of questions that start to repeat themselves. And it's great data collection because I can start to tease out, okay, who's asking me what? What are the questions that I'm seeing? Where are people confused about the program? Where have I not explained myself well enough? Where are people nervous or fence-sitting or not sure about joining? Who is this right for? Who is this not right for? And interestingly enough, there are plenty of conversations I have where I talk people out of joining because I do not think it's the right time for you. I think that you can join a community. I think that community might be really important for you right now, but maybe financially speaking, you would be better served to do this later on in your business life. Or there are people who I will meet and I say, I know how important this program is going to be for you, and I would like to help you choose to join. Let me know how I can help you make that decision. Like, what do you need for you to get your butt in here, so to speak? So it's been wonderful to go through this process, and we decided to do a Facebook Live to answer some of the most common questions that we have from people about the program. I have taken the audio from that Facebook Live. That is today's episode. So you are going to hear me and Michelle talk through the questions that we get on a regular basis. I'm also going to introduce you to Michelle if you haven't met her before. She's been on our podcast before because she is a decision engineer and a masterful coach. She has a background in decision engineering at Stanford and her MBA from UC Berkeley, and she's been running her own coaching practice for 
eight to 10 years now. She'll correct me. I know I'm going to ask her on the Facebook Live and she'll tell us how many years. It's been a while. Once you get to 10 years, it gets confusing, I think. So she's joining me today. One of the things that she shares on today's episode that's quite brilliant is her decision-making process. So if you are thinking through any decision in your life today, right now, not about the Wise Women's Council even, but about anything, you can listen in for her decision-making process. And remember that most decisions are not binary. You don't have to choose between either or, but instead use her process to see the array of options that you have and then ask more creative questions about what are other ways that I could solve for this thing that's coming up. So listen in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please feel free to reach out in our Facebook group or by email if you have any questions about the Wise Women's Council that I have not answered yet. I am happy to, even if I have answered it, ask your questions, actually. Like, ask them. There aren't silly questions. If I've answered them already, it'll be easy for me to point to because I'll tell you, hey, go listen to this episode. We talk here. And if not, then it's a great question. And I'll try my best to answer it as thoroughly and usefully as possible. Thanks for being here, as always, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Startup Pregnant Podcast, where we talk to creative leaders about what it means to be an entrepreneur and a parent. I'm your host, Sarah K. Peck. One of the first things that parents ask me about in the early days is sleep, how to get it, how to do it, how the baby gets sleep, and how you are going to get enough sleep. I mean, newsflash, you probably aren't, but I cannot tell you how many friends have told me once their baby sleeps through the night, they are still stressed out and waking up the parents because they are worried. If you want to calm that anxiety, then let me tell you about today's sponsor. This might be the perfect thing for you. The Nanit Plus Smart Baby Monitor helps you see that your baby is doing well so that the whole family can get a better night's rest. It is the only monitoring system that functions as a basic baby monitor and also a breathing motion monitor, plus a nanny cam and a sleep coach. You can rest assured that your baby is healthy and safe and sound and sleeping well. Check out nanit.com today to learn more about their Nanit Plus smart baby monitor and how it can help you and your little one have a better night's rest. Also, startup pregnant listeners, you can use the code STARTUP at nanit.com to save 10% off your order. We are here today. My name's Sarah. Most of you, I believe, know that because we are in our Facebook group right now and going live. But we are here today to talk a little bit about the Wise Women's Council, our year-long program, and to answer as many questions as you might have, and also just to say hi and to talk about whatever comes up because we're two moms that are working right now with sick kids and all the things and probably pumping. So Michelle, let's first start, like what time did you wake up today? What was the first thing that you did? We're talking about what time did I actually like wake up and get and up, get right? out of Because I feel like there's a lot of waking up last night. <laughs> right, right. But when I woke up and actually got, I was probably six. 30. Okay. And the first thing I did was tell my son not to climb into bed yet because Eva was still sleeping. <laughs> She's still sleeping. Let her yep. sleep. She was waking up a bunch. How old are your kiddos? Let's see. My was three and a half or he'll be four in April. Eva's eight months. Eight months. Oh my God. Is she still, are you guys coach sleeping? Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just because it makes the breastfeeding at night so much easier to just roll over. Heck, here's a boob. Yeah. Stop it. Go. <laughs> you can Sorry. find it. I'm going to do it with my eyes closed. <laughs> That's right. Uh, every time I would like, I wanted to, and every time I would like look at Henry, he'd be face down, passed out, like, <laughs> like, like dead to the world. This is a tank. But uh, every child. That's nice. Sleeping. He also just like up and quit at one year. He like poked at my nipple and was like, Mm-mm. and like just kind of shook his head and shamed me. And I was like, what? They've got plenty of milk in them. I was like trying to squeeze it. And like he was like, no, no. <laughs> okay. So I would love to share with people the fancy bio. Can you tell people about your, I know it's hard, right? We woke up, <laughs> we're up all night and all these things and like, what are we doing? But you went to Stanford undergrad. Yeah. So I, I studied decision engineering at Stanford. I spent years in the corporate realm, got my MBA from UC Berkeley. Now I, I've been coaching for a living for a number of years and I have my own executive coaching practice. I also coach rising leaders of color in the corporate space and I'll be one of the coaches here in the Wise Women's Council. Yeah. And you were a coach for Seth Godin's Alt-MBA for a while. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm <laughs> Thank and you're you. starting your own podcast. Yes. How's that? Mm-hmm. I, I did a pilot season right before my younger one was born last year and I'll be returning to that. I've just set the date, like when she turns one, it'll yeah. just be like a, and then I'll keep I don't going. know, like the first year, I feel like it's just kind of like a hazy, like <laughs> just get the second child to be 12 months old and then make a decision with your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How are you doing in this, that mess of the first year of the second child? I mean, we're, we're getting through it. I get, whenever people ask me, how is it? I'm like, it makes me very thankful for all the support we have. So <laughs> thankful. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Living in gratitude. I'm so thankful. But it's true. It's true. I feel like every time, so two of my close friends also had babies, but they had babies about eight months after me, which you were six months after me or something. Not that. And every time I post like an update of what they're doing, they're like, oh my God, that sounds so nice. And I'm like, yeah, just wait six or eight months. Just wait. And I think there's something really important because I stopped breastfeeding. I got, first I went into a huge dip. I don't know if people Mm -hmm. know about this because I didn't talk about it much on the podcast yet, but this fall was like, I wasn't planning on sharing this yet, but I didn't post on the podcast. One of the reasons why I took a break from the podcast was because I didn't know if I could string my words together. I was just like, what am I thinking? What am I doing? I'm really struggling right now. And I was like, I just need to take a little rest. So part of it was just taking a personal leave. But then because I had been pregnant and then breastfeeding and then pregnant and then breastfeeding. So four years straight. So when I stopped Mm -hmm. breastfeeding, I was like, oh, what is happening to my body? Took me about three months. And then I don't know, January, February, right now I'm feeling really great. And kind of like, I don't remember feeling like this for four or five years. Whoa. So that's why I didn't have to look forward to <laughs> yeah, well, like two or three years, right? Like who knows yeah. how long breastfeeding and what it takes. But just for me personally, that's one of the reasons why I'm like, oh, oh, the little leech is done with my body. Like <laughs> my body, it's mine again. <laughs> that's right. Like, oh, oh, this is what like a semblance of energy looks like. So you were one of the very first people ever to sign up for the Wise Women's Council. Do you remember when we <laughs> had that exchange? I remember we like, when you, I remember when you first started talking about that you were possibly doing this and I was like, yes, tell me what, tell me when. <laughs> <laughs> I still need this. 
right now. <laughs> I think like one of the amazing things I think is because you're a coach and you know what group coaching looks like and you know how this works, there, it wasn't actually a hard sell. You're like, done. I don't want to be the type A that's thinking about all this stuff. I want someone else to hold the container. And you emailed me and I think you texted me one or the other and you were like, where do I put my credit card info? Like, but Sarah, you don't have a payment. I was like, because I haven't put it up there yet. Like, I don't even have it. <laughs> Can you talk to us about why you joined? Like, what was it about it that seemed useful and necessary? Yeah. So I feel like I've participated in a number of different groups. And so like, I'm still connected to Seth Godin's Akimbo community. And that's been great for plugging back into it. I've been like connected to other groups of entrepreneurs and small business owners and then also like groups of like breastfeeding moms. But it took a lot of work to remember like, okay, who am I showing up as in this group? And what types of questions can I ask? And what struggles can I bring to this group versus like this group versus... And so when you're talking about having a space for women who were either like entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, like out doing something, go-getting women who are also moms and just like being able to connect with one another also in like a way that I didn't have to like physically come somewhere. You know, I didn't always have to like have like a a set time and a lot of time on my schedule. It was just kind of like, yes, like I am tired of code switching. Like every single time I'm entering a new group, it would be wonderful to just have like one place where I could talk to women about all the things. (laughs) And I could just show up with whatever was coming up that day yeah, (laughs) and be able to, to kind of like riff with others. You know, that's so interesting. I feel like like what you said it for me, it's like, we have like a muzzle. You talk about code switching, but it's like, I have a muzzle on parts of my life where I'm constantly filtering out what's appropriate to say, what's not appropriate to say, what I think the other person will understand, what they won't understand. Like if I'm around a bunch of people that don't have kids, I'm very cognizant of the fact that I'm like, will they think I'm complaining? Like, will they judge me? Like, should I be honest about this? I mean, I'm pretty transparent now, but still it's super, it's like, I even struggled with that as an entrepreneur. I went out to a very rare dinner and drinks with a friend and she's a principal at a high school. And I was like, I'd love to tell you what I do for my work, but most people don't understand or they just like their eyes glaze over. They don't want to talk about it. They don't know. And she's like, tell me everything. And we like split a bottle of champagne and went through it all. And I was like, I love talking about this. And she's like, come talk to me about it anytime. Those conversations are so important. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we have a huge list of questions. People, if you're watching this right now on the live stream and you have questions, you can post them in the comments. This is being broadcast to our Facebook group right now, as long as, the, as, long as we've set the technology up correctly. <laughs> I checked it. It looks like it's working. If you have questions, you can post them. But I want to start with the questions I have already gotten. Let's see. So... One of the first questions that I get a lot from people is like, what is it? How does it work? And how much time commitment is it? Like people don't want to add something new to their calendar. You want to talk to this, Michelle? So I think it really hit me in last year's iteration, like how much of a choose your own adventure, whatever fits into your life format it is. So last year when I was participating in Wise Women's Council, I I think in March, I was like seven months pregnant and I was going to have a 
baby in May. And there are two other women in the group too who are also having babies in May. And then we're going to deal with like the postpartum stuff (laughs) together. And what I love about it is that there are calls that can be really rich when you show up for them. And what I didn't expect was just like how much learning could be done even from watching the recorded calls. And then I think also like I'm in a number of different Slack communities. And I think the the cadence that you set up with the types of questions that you ask so that you can foster discussion. And like, again, sometimes I would reply to things in the middle of the night as <laughs> so I was like, trying to get back to sleep or, you know, when I had 10 minutes, we've talked about like, you've talked about like toilet emails. So oh, yeah. yeah. It's like the dark clothes and like, oh, what's happening? Or I could just like vent at whatever time it was. And so there's a lot of different options, which I appreciated and I could choose how and when I wanted to engage. I think that's so important. So for people who are kind of just watching and getting a feel for it and they're looking and they're like, okay, I see this wise women's council thing. I may be interested in the future. I don't really understand how it works. And is it just another program that I'm not going to do? Because I've gotten that from people before and respect that, right? Like don't sign up if it's not something you're going to do. But so much of our programming out there is based on this, like, here's nine modules and you have to complete 10 lessons inside of each module. And you only have achieved anything if you've completed all 90 lessons. And that's intimidating. That's overwhelming. And frankly, not necessarily helpful. Like we forget that we can be co-participants in what we need. So this is more of a community with a curriculum designed with community in mind. And what I have found again and again is that weekly sounds really nice. We're like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to like meet my friends every week, every Thursday. But reality is that every other Thursday, you or your kid is getting sick or you're late to school pickup or you have a deadline at work. And it's actually really hard to do something every week. So our anchors in this program are twice a month, the first Thursday and the third Thursday for nine months. And I like to also describe it as like a conference that's broken up over time that you can do from home in your underwear while pumping. (laughs) You don't have to like dress up all fancy and get there. And then everything else is designed also with this slower cadence in mind. So as Michelle pointed out, the Slack room, like if Slack makes you feel crazy, which it does in most work environments, because there's I don't know, 1500 messages that you have to read to reply to and then also do your job. It's really stressful. Our Slack room, I tell people, plan to come here once a week or as needed. And what I'd like you to do is post once a week and then reply to three people. That's the cadence I want people to set up. So you're giving to other people so that nobody is showing up and being like, guys, I had a really rough night and then getting crickets because that's not fun in community. So plan to reply to three people and post once a week. And you can do it whenever you want. I tend to post on Fridays. And it's just there for you. Like people end up usually finding that they do check it once or twice a day just to see who's chatting. And it's a group of 20 or 30 or 40 people who are saying and talking about really important and interesting things. And there's no deadline on the conversation. It's not like you have to figure out this thing by Friday. It's like an ongoing, how do you talk about wanting to have three kids with your partner? Or we're going to try to get pregnant. When's the right time? Or I have a really challenging conversation with my boss and then three weeks later following up and saying, Michelle, how'd it go? So it's something I have a hard time explaining in like three words. <laughs> Anything I think else you would different. add? Yeah. yeah. I think the other thing is what I loved about the monthly themes is that I could go back and look at the conversations. Like there are the monthly themes, but again, I think for a good 
two and a half months, definitely in the middle has like, I was only showing up to the live things to like share my birth story and process, which was actually incredibly helpful. I think you all were the first group that I shared my birth story with because it was literally like 10 days after the birth. And it was just the question that was in the group. But I love that. Yeah, I could go back. It wasn't kind of like, oh, and we're done with this month and we're never talking about it again. I'd like go back. Some people even, depending on the theme, went back later and continued the conversation. And I loved that it was all just there to take in, again, in the cadence and the, the timing that made sense for me. Yeah. So this is one of the questions that's come up. It's, you know, how do you pick the monthly themes? So I know the answer to this question because I picked them, but do you have any idea how I picked them? <laughs> I didn't think so. Okay, Michelle shook her head no. So what I do, when I, when I think about this business, I think about it as three buckets. So there's the business bucket, the work and the career, there's the parenting bucket, and then there's life, right? And life includes more than just parenting and more than just business. So relationships aren't just about our relationships with our toddlers, like they apply to a lot of things. Boundaries might be in the life bucket. And what I try to do is I try to pick three things within each one to round out our nine part framework. So three business topics like growth or marketing or leadership, three life topics like difficult conversations, or I don't even know all of them, like mindset, and then three parenting things. Because I think that these are the umbrellas of who we are as people. Like we want to integrate these parts of ourselves, the parent or the future parent, the pregnancy side, the life stuff that we deal with that's deeper than business or parenting and the business stuff. So that's how I do it. <laughs> and then I base, I base it based on books I want to read too, where I'm like, we must read Peggy Orenstein's book about boys and sex. So that's, that's how I bring. And then I design a list of like 20 books and then I create themes around the books or vice versa. But then I think about how the themes relate and I'm like, well, that's getting really heavy and dark. I've got like three things on death. Maybe that's a little too much. And then I also look at the landscape of the books and the authors and make sure that it's not all super wealthy white people that we're reading and that there's like a mix of lots of different voices that we're adding to the conversation. That's how I design the curriculum in a nutshell. You didn't know that, did you? <laughs> okay. Next question. What if you're still very new in business? Is this the right program for you? This is a good question. What do you think? Let's talk this out. I mean, like I'm thinking back to when I started my business and <laughs> one of the things I quickly realized was that the planner in me, the one who just wanted to like write out the business plan, execute against the plan. That doesn't want happen. That's what happens. <laughs> <laughs> you're starting something and it's much more like iterative. And I can see how being able to have a set of people who you could bounce ideas off of. And also just like the random things. How do I go about evaluating like when I need to hire a bookkeeper? Yep. Could be like a random question you put out to a group and you get an answer to. And so, and this is why I love that it's called the Wise Women's Council. Like you can ask a question about anything, whether it's like business related like that or, you know, how should I think about, we had a woman who was an expert in PR. Like, how do I think about positioning myself to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Have really brilliant women who can provide, you know, some guidance. A group of minds, right? Like, mm -hmm. I think that... It's a hive mind. Yeah. One of the hardest things for me sometimes is I lose my words or I forget and I need someone to remind me that I was smart once. And so I, you know, like Kate Northrup texted me and she was like, you had a word for this thing. And I was like, oh yeah, it's this. And she goes, oh my God. And I was like, this is how our brains are meant to work. Our brains are meant to be collaborative so much more than we think they are. And like trying to each independently win at motherhood and business is like, I think just screwing us all. 
and being able to just tap into, hey, there's 40 people here, maybe three people are online. I'm like going mad over this positioning statement. How do I figure this out? Or like, for some reason, I cannot figure out what I should do in this medical situation. Help me talk it out. Just having other voices is just magic. But coming back to this question about, I'm still very new in business, is the program right for me? I think, so to be perfectly clear, one of the reasons why the price point is where it's at for this program is because you should be able to invest that much money in your business right now. So if you are not in a place where you can invest two or $3,000 into a community program like this, if you are not yet making forty dollars or $50,000 a year with your business, then I might tell you not to join, right? It may still be too early. You may still need to join some free groups and get out there and get more traction and continue to test ideas. It depends though. I know some people that are working in nonprofit sectors and they just do not make a lot of money, but they are working at a high level. I know other people that are starting a business and alone and solopreneurs and have the financial backing of either savings from a previous job or a previous company or a partnership that is supportive. So what I would love is that you have a clear business idea, a clear passion or a clear project that you're working on that tends to be more successful than just spinning your wheels. But there are other people who join and just say, I need mom friends. I have worked in a high level position for 10 years and nobody gets what I'm going through. And I just need to talk to other smart business women. And I'm going to, you know, there's one of the women last year worked in startups for a long time, ran her own PR company and was having her first baby. And she's like, I just need to be better prepared. And I'm not sure what my best next steps are, but I want to be around people I can talk to about it. I don't know. Does that answer the question? People watching, if you have comments or thoughts on this, please feel free. I'm happy to dig in further. And this is one of the reasons why I do all the one-on-one interviews because I'm like, I'm not invested in having people here that it's not the right fit for. We'll get on the phone. I read through every application. I get on the phone with like 40 or 50 people this month. It's one of the craziest times of my business life, February. And I just see, I just get to know you. I listen to you. And I tell you honestly, because it's not going to be a benefit to anyone if this is not the right place and the right time. Sometimes one of the things that we do is we have a call and then I talk to people and I'm like, oh, no, I want you to do this, this and this. And I want you to do it for six months. I want you to email me if you have a question and I want you to apply next year. And that's where we leave it. Okay. Anything to add? Did that make sense? What do you think, Michelle? I was just thinking about the like, what is it for? Right. Mm. Like, I think, you know, is this, is this worth the event? It's like, what is it for? And also the other thing I was also thinking about was just what is my time worth and how much time and like grief did I save by being able to have this community to lean on? I was just, again, cause I was going through like birth and it's just kind of like, you know, it's almost like having a doula. I'm just thinking a little like yeah. having a doula, but having like 40 different people who could be like my doula in like a number of different areas. <laughs> yeah. Your doula hive. <laughs> yeah. And one person actually studied to become a doula last year while she was Emma. Uh, oh. Like, yeah, she, she pivoted and she also started a side project. Side project to just go to people's births. Like what? So much work. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this question about like, when's the right time? The other thing that I'm noticing, especially with this class this year, is we do have, we've got like a group of six or eight folks that are on the newer side of business that are, they have a side hustle, they have a corporate job, and they still feel a little tentative and new. And I'm actually really excited about them joining because I'm going to put them together in one of the coaching groups and have them be able to lean on each other. 
And then we have another group of people that are much more senior in their business journey or career trajectory. And some of them work at high level, like big name companies around the States, but they are still feeling the isolation. So it's like, you know, I'm a senior level director at this major company and I've been here for five years. It used to be a startup. Now I'm with a team of like 200 people, but we still don't have good parental leave policies in place. And I would like to change the way my work culture looks. And so they want to join for those types of conversations with other women who get it. So I'm thrilled by the people we have joining right now. We've got six people from last year's program rejoining. And then we have got, I have a whole spreadsheet I should show you. (laughs) But I have like of my 40 and 50 people, I think we have 18 enrolled right now. And six more I'm interviewing this week and seven more next week, plus the scholarship program. And that's for people who really are not in the financial place to be able to join, but are smart, talented, interesting, curious, need a group like this and would contribute and their energy is so lovely. And so that's why we also have a scholarship program. Okay, I'm going to look at a couple more questions. I'm on the fence about applying because I'm not sure if this is what I need right now. How would you make this decision? Well, I'm going to ask our decision expert. Michelle, I'm on the fence about applying because I'm not sure if this is what I need right now. How would you think about making this decision? How would you start approaching this? I mean, well, <laughs> as I think about how where I start with with all clients who are untangling decisions, like I think about, well, what are what are your objectives? What is it that you're trying to do? Like what matters and what is the outcome that you're working towards, right? And sometimes people can't articulate that. And so my first suggestion is to talk to someone about like, okay, I'm thinking about this program, I'm on the fence. And I'm not a proponent of pro and con lists as a tool for making decisions, but they are really great for sussing out what matters. And so talk to someone about like, you're thinking about doing this program, you know, what is it that attracts you about it? What is it that concerns you about it? Like write it all down and identify what the themes are. Because usually by thinking about that, you can suss out like, oh, what are the things that are top of mind that really matter to me right now? Mm. And then once you identify that, then you can usually think then after you identify your objectives, well, what options do I have for being able to deliver on these? Of which Wise Women's Council may be one. Sometimes we get trapped into the, the, do I do this? Do I not? As opposed to thinking about like, well, what is the range of options that exists that can deliver against those objectives? that you've Mm. identified. Oh, I love that. Like I know for many people who think about something like this, one of your objectives might be getting back into the swing of things with work. Like I've had a career break and, or, you know, I just had my second or third kid and I just want to like get my energy and my work focus back. And I want to be around people that are passionate about work. And another common objective is that you want more friends. You're lonely. Like you want to be networked with a community of ambitious women that also understand parenting. And so if those are your objectives, you want to be around other women that are ambitious and networked and are both moms and entrepreneurs, then what Michelle's saying is go through and see how are all the different ways I could solve for this? Like, Are there local conferences? Are there local meetup groups? Are there other people doing things similar to this? Like, What are my range of activities? And then you can evaluate from there because I do this all the time after I learned it from you, which is like, oh, you know what? I want more mom friends. I should text people more regularly so that we can meet up. I don't need to do a huge program. But then other times you might say, 
I live in a rural environment or I'm always stuck at my job and this is probably the most expedient way to do it. And it would be more time intensive or costly for me to do something else. So love this, Michelle's framework. What are my objectives that I'm looking for? What am I hoping to get out of something like this? And what are the possible variations for how I can solve for this? This might be a solution for you, but also it might be one of many possibilities. Love that. Mm -hmm. Anything else about making this decision? Well, I mean, like uh, the third component of any decision is just gathering that information on how those options deliver against the objectives you have. And if there are gaps in the information, then, you know, figure out how you can get your questions answered. That's why we're doing a Q&A today, right? <laughs> That's right. That's right. And it's so, you know, it's surprising because I forget how many questions people have because I'm so embedded in the program and I know what it's like and you know what it's like. And then I write this obscenely long sales page all about it because every time someone has a question, I add information. And then I get on the phone to do all these interviews and I start answering questions and I realize, oh, like data collection is such an important part of this, this phase, this process. So I love mm -hmm. this. Y'all, you know that we have a resident decision expert here and a decision engineer who went to Stanford and Berkeley. Her name's Michelle and she's one of the coaches for this program. I'm just going to say that like one of my favorite things about being in this program is that I get to spend time with Michelle. Okay, last question that I'm going to pop in today. I'm newly pregnant and I'm unsure about everything that's coming my way. Should I join now or later? What comes up for you? I mean, <laughs> what, like seriously, the thought was yeah. I, like now or later or now and later. Again, <laughs> like, I mean, I joined the first year because I was just hungry for a community where I could show up with my whole self and with whatever I wanted to talk about on any given day. I joined the second year because I was just like, holy shit. Thanks for life. Oh my gosh. Gotta have a second baby. I hear that like the level of complexity is not like a, a linear scale. It's an exponential scale. And I want to be around other women who can, you know, provide me with support as I go through this transition and also transition back to work. And, yeah. and all the things. And I remember just thinking, because both years, there's at least one woman who was thinking about getting pregnant or is, is pregnant, going to have their first. And I was like, wow, you are on it. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can ask all the questions. And like, because there's so many different things that, that aren't talked about. And then also sometimes, like I realized when I was pregnant, I didn't even know all the questions that I should be asking. Except for like, what should I know? And I think if I had a community who could answer that question from like so many different perspectives, I would have been so much more prepared or at least like, maybe not prepared because you never can be fully prepared, but I would have felt so much more confident going into that first birth and fourth trimester and fifth trimester and, and all of the things. Yeah. And just reassurance that you're not insane. I think there's mm -hmm. so much like shininess of like, oh, I'm going to take 12 weeks and then I'm going to go back to work and my life will be exactly the same. And it's like, I don't want to like terrorize you, but also mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. <laughs> like if you calmly when you feel miserable and you're not alone, it's okay. I'll help you get through it. Right. There is another group of moms that I'm in. So I'm in a, another group with business and babies, moms that I love my network, if you will. And I remember there was a moment when someone who was like new to having her first baby. She was like 39 weeks. And she goes, Oh my gosh, I have been preparing for 
a C-section and it's been on my calendar and I've like readied myself for all these things. And something came up where they were going to try to deliver vaginally. And she was like, I have no idea what to do. And I've got like four days to figure it out. And she's like, tell me everything. Like, just give me everything. And we were able to find her a doula in her local community. She met with her the next day. The doula came with her to the birth. She was able to deliver vaginally. I don't remember why it had to happen. Like, there was something that had to happen. I think she had a health condition that made the C-section risky. Like, I don't remember the details. And like, everyone's just like outpouring of support of like, hey, here's like my experience. Here's my story. These are the challenges. And then she posted like two weeks later being like, y'all, I cannot believe I just did that. And thank you for helping because I don't know what I would have done. So those are the kinds of things that it's like hard to, as a business owner, how do you write that on a sales page? Like, how do you say like, this is what you'll, this is the, this is the tangible outcome that you'll get. But to me, it's just so magical to watch when we actually have people we can lean on. And it's one of the reasons why I built this place and why I think it's so important. Because mothering was supposed to be done in community. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I think we're all like abysmally lonely. Like I think that our family structures, our social structures, it's just all not great right now. And, you know, down the line, maybe one of the things that Startup Pregnant can do is like build a future community co-housing situation that we could all start to buy into. But for now, when you were talking about that, like the whole like co-op when, you know. Yeah. I just want us all to live. (laughs) We all just take turns. Seriously. We all have like our own work days. Let's work four day work weeks. We partner up. So like Michelle and I can take Fridays and we'll watch 12 children. We'll like navigate the childcare. Like we can each cook for each other. Like all of this independent individualization is overrated. Okay, we're going to stop there. If you have more questions about the Wise Women's Council or you're just curious about how it works, I am the creator of the program. I am there. I I don't whisper in your ear. That sounds a little strange, but I create audio notes each month. I create the themes and the curriculum. And then we have two live calls every month where we get to gather with all of us. Show up to the ones you can. Skip the ones you can't. Watch the recordings later. It's really magical even just to like get a voice note where you're like, oh, 12 people I really like and they're talking and I love this conversation. And then we've got coaches. We have Michelle, who's one of our coaches, and Carrie Fortin, who is one of our coaches this year. They are going to be breaking out and working in, with small groups of six or eight people to go a little bit deeper on your business challenges or your personal life challenges. And we kick it off March 1st. We are in the enrollment period now. We have eight more days. It's February 12th when we're recording this. So eight more days. We're going to close up the applications by February 20th because I need to get you all into the school and set up and organized and all the things. And then we start March 1st. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks for taking the time. And that's it. That is a wrap, everyone. If you are interested in finding out more about the Wise Women's Council for next year, please go to startuppregnant.com slash WWC. That stands for Wise Women's Council. We'll have the link in the show notes and you can also find it in the main menu on our website. The Wise Women's Council next year will have three different tiers. So you can access the community at three different in three different ways. 
The first way you can join the community for the social space and for the monthly calls. The second way you can join a small group coaching program to go deeper with a group of six to eight women. And the third way you can work one-on-one directly with me and we will have one-on-one private calls to really unpack and unlock big moves in your life or in your business. So check it out. There's three different access points next year. We haven't ever offered this it this way before. So we're really thrilled to see what y'all think. Go check out startuppregnant.com slash WWC for the Wise Women's Council and do apply by January 20th for early bird pricing. The prices will go up if your application is not in by the 20th. I hope to see many, many of you applying and here is to an amazing 2020. Hey everyone, just a heads up and a reminder, if you want to listen to our long form Ask Me Anything sessions, they are 30, 45, and sometimes 60 minutes in length, and they we go deep into questions that people have. If you want me to look at your business, you want me to comment on your marketing plan, or you have a question about parenting, pregnancy, or anything in between, we are taking listener questions and I answer them in a monthly Ask Me Anything fireside chat. It's available only to our Patreon supporters. So if you back us at the $7 a month level, you get access to this private podcast. You can get access to all of the past episodes, which is pretty cool. So if you're missing the podcast while we're on our hiatus and you want to take a listen in to these Ask Me Anything episodes, go over to Patreon and become a monthly backer at the $7 per month level and you'll get access to all of the future episodes, as well as all of the past episodes. Keep in mind that you are also supporting the work of Startup Pregnant and our growth in these early days, and that matters a ton. Every dollar helps and counts, and we appreciate so much and are grateful for your support. Patreon.com slash Startup Pregnant will take you right there. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Did I spell that right? Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Yes, patreon.com slash startup pregnant will take you there. The link will be right here in the show notes. You can go straight there. $7 a month and you get access to this entirely exclusive Patreon only podcast. Thanks so much, everyone, for listening. And you know, I always say this and I mean it. Leave us a review on iTunes if you like our show. It takes a few seconds and it really does help us a lot. If you want more of what we're talking about, go over to startuppregnant.com and get on our email list. We send out a weekly newsletter with time-saving tips for parents and entrepreneurs. And I always include a weekly gadget or tool or something awesome that we've stumbled upon to help make your life just a little bit easier. And as always, you can reach out to us at hello at startuppregnant.com. We love hearing from you.